with here today, we have Rogue, of course, we have Jim, and we have Steve. And Rogue, I don't know, did you ever find out? Did you go back through? Who's who's on the leaderboard? Yeah, who's hold on. It? Okay, so you got the stats? I, I, I had a real official document, so like, it's not me. See my, <laughs> like, I was keeping tally on the Hashtag inside. Sponsor. Yeah, so absolutely official <laughs> here. Um, so I, all right, so here's fun fact number one he didn't start numbering these till five. Like four and three don't have numbers, and I don't think a one and two exist. They honestly. do. The, the first one was just Steve. Okay, all right, well, let me put one more for Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Steve's winning right now. Oh, 100%. So Steve's at eight. So like if this is episode 12, he's eight of 12. Like that's basically Steve. Just get out of here, man. His show. (laughs) Like (laughs) just remember, I play softball on Thursday, so I got him to move the date just so I could be here. Nice. (laughs) So Jim, Jim's at four. So this being your fourth, I believe I'm at four previously, but okay. I'm at six. Well, Jim, that's you what, might have been on the second one. So unless, you, I think yeah, unless you were on, yeah. I, I'll give you, I'll give you one more. How about that? You're the yeah. only one that doesn't have one of the side dashes yeah. in it. So there you go. I'll put <laughs> one in there for you. So yeah, Jim's at five. I'm at six, and Steve is at eight yeah. now of Dang. twelve. Two of which aren't they're not even on your playlist. I was like, oh cool, he's got these pulled out for the Splinter Talk playlist, well, and it. Nope. It's on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. One of you are like archived somewhere. We should also keep a tally of how many of us have been on Dwayne's too, right? We should oh keep a tally. I think you're, I think you're winning that, Jim. I don't yeah, think yeah, that's like, even a contest. Every Friday night? Is that, yeah, is yeah. that how that's going? Yeah. I, I have not, uh, I have not that, been I might have to go early invited yet. <laughs> Jim on 60, oh, everyone Friday. else zero. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why you want that one tallied, huh? <laughs> Well, we got lots to talk about. So this one, you know, usually they're long, but this one's I'm assuming going to go real long as well because lots of good things to talk about and lots of good news. I feel like for the first time we can come here with positive vibes. I'm guessing most everyone that I've seen has had a lot of positive feedback besides, you know, the the stragglers who are like, eh, it's still a rug pull somehow. I don't know why it's a rug pull, but it's still a rug pull, I guess, to some people. Uh, but before we jump into all the rewards, the different things going on, hyped about Splinter Fest. Who is going? I want to know from you guys and the chat. Who's going? When you, who's got the plans? Is that I everyone? I think I'm going. I think I'm going. Yeah, 100%. Bad yeah, movie. I'll be Dwayne's there. I've going. already worked it out <laughs> so that I could go. And so it should be a lot of fun. It'll be interesting to see how many people show up, how many people may, might know who we are. <laughs> Yeah. Is it just going to be a room full of us content creators like no one else goes? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, but here's the thing, though. We're going to walk away with something like super special, though. They're going to be like, hey, hey, thanks for coming. And then like two years from now, we're going to be like, you guys remember? remember?" (laughs) I've been going there since it first happened. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I haven't been in This is the first, right? This will be the the first first one. Yeah. Yeah, And I haven't been to any like video game conference at all since. No pre-covid like pax 20 2019 2018 so it's been a few years it'll be fun 
going back to a live event. And I know they put out that feedback post of like, hey, what do you want to see at Splinterfest? So I don't know if you guys took the time to do that. But if not, what, was, do, you guys, what do you guys want to see there? I'll, I'll, I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. There was no details. It was like, it was three questions. It was like, do you want to see panels? Do you want a tournament? <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you want fun? And what's your yeah, Are you going? Well, do you this. want panels? Do you want a tournament? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's a little bit interesting, right? Because unlike most teams, we hear from this team all the time. Mm-hmm. We get to the point where sometimes you're like, oh, my God, they're just t- the same thing over and over every once in a while. So I don't know if they can save any big announcements from there. It'd be cool if they had maybe like a first look at land or a first look at the land economy. Uh, panels would be kind of interesting. I had suggested in one yeah. of my videos a panel of us would be kind of fun. The, the different content creators and we could nah, like, just talk about why us. we make stuff. <laughs> I was opening it up to a few game. more, but um no oh, the board if the board game was there it'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Yeah. No, I I'll honestly I think of their RPG. <laughs> <laughs> that might be I a think, little soon. I think it needs to be very heavily focused on their tournament. Like I think this is this is the time to show off like whatever whatever system they have set up because i mean they've hinted at a lot of things of like what would you do if you play like what if we could let you play in locals it's like okay how how do you do that you know like these are the kind of things they have to have something in place like the game system aspect of it you know what i mean like these are all things that they've hinted at and so for in order for them to do a tournament in this stadium specifically like they picked an esports stadium for this Mm -hmm. so like the fact that panels was the first question was like, no, man, we're playing Splinterlands. Like, we're going here to play Splinterlands. So, like, for me, my big hope, my big, 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 big hope is in the trading card world. When you travel for big tournaments, you get promo cards. Yes. And these promo cards are exclusive to this they are only given out to participants of the tournament and people that host and do stuff in the tournament and guess what winners of these tournaments also get promo cards and guess what they're usually foiled so like imagine a world where we have a promo exclusive for Splinterfest, and then top 16 gets the gold version of that promo that's slick you better get that plane ticket like bro <laughs> like but like this is dead serious like one i and it sucks i've almost hyped myself up so much on that concept that i will be disappointed if there isn't a promo card at splinter fest because like it's almost just so much common sense so you know what i mean actual playable promo card I, in the game 100 well it's I, how I, every I, other game does it every other game has promos. i i agree what you're saying is cool I also struggle with a little bit of the reality that this is such a global game that it's like, okay, how many of those top level players from Japan are realistically going to be able to come all the way to Vegas or Australia or you know, oh, yeah. XYZ? No, that's, that's a that's big, long one. trip. That's this one. But like what happens when this global game starts to have nationals in multiple tournaments, multiple places, right? It doesn't have to be exclusively to us, but this is where you set the bar. This is where you say, if you want to play this game in person, this is what we'll do for you. You know what I mean? These are the rewards. These are the stakes, you know, for coming out in person. Because I absolutely see the day where there will be a Japanese Nationals, where there will be a Philippine Nationals, all building up to the world's tournament, which will then be in Vegas. 
Which will then be Rogue versus Uwe Uwe. Dude, I, 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 I hope. I hope one day. I That's, really do. I feel like the world championship would be probably for people in champion. I definitely want to see the tournaments. I also think it'd be fun to do just some more like fun, casual ones to view. Like I'm, I'm picturing like either you can challenge a staff member or maybe just a staff tournament that we can observe. Like I, oh, I yeah. think it'd be hilarious to see like Nate go up against Matt and, you know, aggroed mm-hmm. or weird beard, you know, name it. Uh, I think mm-hmm. that would be pretty fun know- to watch. If they do tournaments, would you hope that they were revealing like the ghost card tournament system where you could set up tournaments where we all got the same cards yeah. to play with? 100. I, well, that's how I imagine. Like I talked about it last time when I was on this channel is like we talked about specifically what I feel like the tournament should look like, because in no way, shape or form, should any of us be bringing our laptops and our wallets and our crypto keys to a public Wi-Fi space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no. And then, like, you get into, all right, well, what if you just snapshot the account? Well, then I could just go rent everything for a day, you snapshot, and then, boom, ghost tournament, whatever. You know what I mean? So, like, in my opinion, you would qualify for these types of tournaments, and then the in-person tournaments are, like, all available cards. You know? That'd be interesting. For sure. There's only Mm -hmm. been one attempt a long time ago. Neil tried to do a thing where he made eight identical accounts and let people play them against each other. But it was too much to manage, so then he stopped doing it. Yeah. I mean, the real question is, who are you guys going to cosplay as? See, this is literally, I knew this. I knew this. Hardcore mercenary? (laughs) Your mercenary is top notch. It's good looking. I don't know, that new white legendary summoner, I don't know, he looks looks pretty dope. Probably do oh, like no, a, no, the, no, the new one. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll be General Sloan. I got you, baby. <laughs> no, 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 the vampire. The Just vampire. A, you know, General ah. Sloan is female, uh, apparently. I mean, when you're a hippo, you're a hippo. I don't know how much, like, like how you much. You can pull it off. I'm, I'm just saying, Rogue, you can pull it off. <laughs> you got the features. All right. Anything else you guys are excited for about Splinter Fest? Anything else you want to see there? Mm, I just, I'm just I, excited I just, to see my bosses, you know. Mm, mm-hmm. Or I guess most of our bosses here, soon to be no. Steve's boss. <laughs> yeah, are you talking about the stream team? <laughs> or, or is like aggro to your I real think, life yeah, boss? I think somehow? it'd be cool to to meet a lot of the, the team members and see them in person. You know, I think yeah. having events like this and them coming out in public helps you. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a rug pull. Um, you get to meet the people and it'll, it'll be fun to see if we can build up some hype and some excitement for sure. Yeah. I think I mean, it'll be uh, like the networking is going to be real big in my uh, mind. Like, also, one thing that I'll, I'll be interested in is who else, uh, as far as projects might show up, um, who, who will have some, maybe some representatives that mm-hmm. representatives there. Could mm-hmm. Gala music be there? Could we have some surprise musical performance of some, i mean oh, yeah. no it's the, the warner. warner music warner. sorry right warner yeah. music. well and as far as i know this is the only play to earn blockchain game that's ever done a festival like this will be the mm-hmm. first unless someone else is aware of something i'm not of and so yeah it could be not just people who are inter- interested in splinterlands but they could maybe pull an audience outside of that to hey you're in the play to earn space come check out our game and the festival and i could see them steve inviting other games like hey Come to our conference. You can pitch your game to our players and like, yeah. I don't know, we can make connections there as well. I think that'd be I, cool. Yeah. cool. I hope it's there's going to be an opportunity for some of us to kind of like work 
at this as well because like I know that like when I did um uh when I did kind of like expos like this for force of will you can get a hold of the company and be like yeah i'll be at that event and everything and you can help run demos you can help be like you know that face and everything because this is i think there is going to be maybe a little bit of like a i don't know it, i it, there, there could be like an aspect of like outreach and advertising that will end up kind of happening with this so you'll kind of need like that front face aspect like there's going to be like the competitive tournament side but there also has got to be like the hey welcome to the game side you know and all of this stuff because you know i i imagine players are going to be bringing like families and stuff on those lines so like i don't know if there's a chance like my wife ends up being there like that could be an opportunity for her to try the game for the very first time you know um so i'm kind of hoping there's stuff like that too like little setups or something for try it out do things and again like little promo giveaways can be done with that too you know it's like thanks for learning the game here scan this qr code get a card or whatever there's a lot that they can do in person a lot that they can do that just rewards people for showing up you know as long as you have enough vouchers (laughs) hey if I if I can redeem vouchers for a plane ticket to Vegas, let's go. The oh, non-card can, can. market. Let's go. <laughs> really non-card market. Wow, it's out there. Plane I can see like a VIP pass, maybe. Oh. But you know, you just gotta sell them all and then put it into your bank account and then buy the ticket. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Awesome. I want specific partnerships, mm. like with Allegiant Air. Like, let's go. Uh, okay. Yeah, they should have <laughs> their right, own well, private jet. There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on. Splinterfest, yeah. uh, we're hyped for. I hope you guys can be there. It'd be fun to, honestly, the thing I'd be looking forward to most is just hanging out and get to know the community in mm-hmm. person. I think that'd be really cool to be able to have that opportunity. Well, let's move on to the next topic. Uh, they pumped out quicker than everyone thought packs being able to be bought in DEC now to stabilize the price, especially after last week we saw. DEC and that huge hit to the whole crypto market. DEC actually dipped down below peg. I think it's back up again. But does this change any strategies for you guys moving forward now that it's here sooner rather than what they initially said of, hey, it's probably going to happen after the airdrop where you'll be able to buy packs. Instead, it's, hey, right now, 4,000 DEC for a pack. No, I'm actually disappointed it came out this soon. You know what I mean? Like we were going low and I was like yeah let's go baby and then matt matt came out and he was like no 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 we're doing this and it was like boop, back to peg and i'm like oh no because i knew it was gonna happen yeah. it was just a patience game. points again <laughs> even though you're just yeah. better off buying the sps <laughs> I, i'm i'm glad that they did it because it should help us get a little bit more of a tick up in uh pack sales as people can start to say like oh you know i've got eight thousand dec i'll just get two packs and we do need to see pack sale momentum start to pick up again a little bit. And this will definitely help for sure, especially because there's going to be people who are sitting on a large amount of DEC. And I feel like it did need to happen before the airdrop ends, because what if you were sitting on a lot just to get as much SPS as you could? And now you're sitting there and you're holding it and you're like, what do I do with it? Do I do I sell it all and dump the price or do I turn half of it in for packs? Because I can do that, like especially if you have a large amount, you can you can do that with no slippage into packs, um, and you don't have to go out into the marketplace to get out of it. Because there are some probably relatively big accounts that pretty soon will have no reason to be holding that DEC anymore, mm-hmm. and this gives them a funnel for them to get out of it and into something mm-hmm. else. So well, I think it was the right move. 
Couldn't they just convert the DEC to credits anyway, and it doesn't affect the market change? But that's only if they, they want. That that's only if they want credits, though. Well, I think they took well, that away anyways. I thought that was part of the update. Yeah, you can't do it anymore because the essential point uh, that they're making is that DEC is going to be stable okay. and the same as a credit anyway. So, so you can't do that since last week. Gotcha. So, I mean, but at that point, it was still pretty much the same thing of, well, you just rather than buying it with the with the DEC, you just turn the DEC into credits mm-hmm. and then buy the packs. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. It's I think just one just... extra step. Yep. Oh, that's a big step, Jim. Yeah, on, but takes a lot I, of work. This, is, this is, I think, better marketing for, hey, put your DEC into packs. Okay. As opposed to hope you buy credits to buy packs. Hey, yeah. remember, you can just stick it straight into packs. Um, right. And we're going to put it out there. And then it finally puts the peg behind it again. Uh, mm-hmm. The big thing they talked about to me that I thought was really cool was this idea that they might implement the burning of a dollar worth of SPS to get a thousand DEC. Because they're going to create... DEC is like one of the most stable assets we've seen mm-hmm. at probably right around a dollar to a dollar and a quarter when it's in demand, which is going to be really good for the game going forward. I know, I know, ten dollar DP, uh, you know, ten one thousand at ten was fun for a little while, but it creates a problem because it's unrealistic earnings, and then you get like a handful of people who are really salty because they got crushed when it fell down, and. <laughs> It's better if that if that rewards token is just stable and you're able to hold it, you're able to use it in bids, and then it becomes a, a, a way to pump SPS as, as SPS gets burned into creating more DEC when it is on the rise. Yeah. I feel like I spent a really long time waiting for this moment when DEC went back to peg. I feel like I now finally, because I, I come in, I came in at the 10X, right? So I've never known normal. And I've just been waiting for this moment to see what Splinterlands really is. Not the <laughs> not the super hodl DC Splinterlands. Inflated price. Yeah. So like I've been waiting for this like for since the beginning, honestly. I was just like, all right, well let's so like I feel like now I'm actually getting a lot uh, like a lot more loose with my fiat at this point because I have more confidence that we're not in some weird like we're not moments away from a cliff anymore. You know what I mean? So like I'm I'm actually an ex- or I'm yeah I'm not gonna spoil because I yeah. don't know if we're gonna talk about peak monsters, but like that update as well. Credit bids. I'm also now really loose with my fiat. <laughs> it's all like it's a great time to be in. Did that did that launch? I might have mm-hmm. missed it. Wow. I missed the launch of that too, but that's yep. exciting. That yeah, it launched exciting. today. And so you really, after Jarvie was like last week's is, podcast, he's like, oh, I don't know. It's probably going to be further yeah. down the road. It's going to take a long time to develop it. <laughs> All the while, he was probably already knew it was coming out next week. Unbelievable. He just had his Jarvie. finger over the button. He's like, I don't know. It could be whenever tomorrow. So, uh, so who's buying the track tonight? <laughs> so yeah you gotta one up no you gotta one up jarvie yeah you gotta buy two tracks tonight go ahead what, Jared. what was the credit bits oh it's that you can put credits on your account and using peak monsters you can place bids for cards with credits instead of dec oh. you don't have to worry about dec volatility that's so sick. that you don't accidentally spend, you know, 4,000 yeah. EEC if it's on a dip. And you're well, like, oh, it's, wow. it's also <laughs> really happened? nice because, you know, before, if you put money into the game from fiat into credits, exactly. you couldn't go out and make bids. You'd mm-hmm. have to like 
get mm-hmm. a card, sell it, get DC, and then try to make bids, which, you know. Which gets... was always the scary part, like selling yeah. that card. That's how I got stuck with my Vigilators. <laughs> like, yeah, here we go. Let's just, oh, no, it's taking. <laughs> yeah. But so, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's been impressive. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but I mean, considering the state of the crypto market, I know SPS dipped pretty low at one point, bounced back up a little bit. But compared to the overall market, I'm not saying everything has been bullish, like well, we're still yeah. going down. But compared to everything else, I'm like, you know, DC is now back over pig. SPS, I think, is back to nine cents now. A lot of the cards went down and then now back up with the reward changes. So I feel like yeah. compared to the rest of the crypto market, actually, Splinterlands is doing well in comparison. I don't know if you guys feel that same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I did not have to dollar cost average a lot to like save my position. Like it was it was really nice. I'm, I'm sitting really well right now. Yeah, Splinterlands was always really pretty good at like living through a bear market or a slow market or a nothing going on market because, you know, the the assets, they have their scarcity. The marketplace plays its own things. The rewards have a certain value. Uh, People have always, you know, been able to calculate the value of the chest and then that drives assets into the current things because you can get them. And so it has its own little flywheel and it's not completely not you know, affected by the outside market, but it's not as much. And I know one of the other stats I heard that was really good is there's more SPS stake than is liquid right now. So SPS is primed, I think, for a run. Um, But it's not going to run. I don't even know. I think we're going to have a lot of time. So if you wanted to get a lot of SPS, I think you're going to have time because you saw validators got pushed off to quarter four. And until uh, SPS voting is in place, SPS staked voting, um, it doesn't really have a purpose other than you know vouchers, though vouchers are are pretty uh, a pretty cool kickback for staking a lot of it yeah, for sure. Vouchers mm-hmm. and tournament entries. Yeah, but that's only for like a certain level, right? You don't yeah. have to keep getting more. You just get enough to get to that that level that you want. Yeah, but when you're not a whale, it's a frick ton to. Yeah, try exactly. To get. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, no. When you can get in all of them, that's like your thing. And and when, <laughs> Luke and I are down here like. Twelve thousand for the wild I'm silver tournament. Just, just with my vouchers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have a ton of SPS stakes, so that's not a problem. My problem is most of the tournaments are I can't make any money in because I'm the player up in champion, and everything is like four thousand DEC for me to enter. So what's the point? You have to. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no. Yeah. It's- that's going to be really interesting coming up with these rewards. There's, there's going to be a lot of decisions. I know champion level players that are playing in silver for tournaments. You know what I mean? Because Check that's where out. the money's at right now. And yeah. uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Like when people start doing the math and it's the like, champion all right. chests are ridiculous. They're amazing. They're, they're like okay. on a whole nother <laughs> level. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that before <laughs> that though. Jim, I want to get your thoughts because it's been a few weeks since you've been mm-hmm. here on the podcast and we've seen a lot happen it felt like we were falling off a cliff now we're bouncing back a little bit with some of the good news what is your experience been like i haven't watched you on Dwayne's uh videos here lately uh in the last month or so how have you felt about splinterlands is this lost confidence for them over this month have you gained confidence now with this week where are you at i would say uh guys we're we're not going to the moon anymore all right it's just dump everything. If you want to sell it to me for like half price, come talk to me. Um, I'll, I'll help you out. Your okay? DMs are open. DMs yeah, are open. My DMs are open. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm still a huge fan. Um, you know, people people talk about it in the stock market. What do you? Where do you buy? 
you buy low and you sell high, right? This it's the selling is, high part I'm still working on. We're we're gonna get there. Don't worry. So like it's it? it's just such a still a great time to be picking it up, right? Like I, I even bought a bunch of it when it was at 12 cents and and we're down to nine right now. I I still don't care. Right. Because I'm mm-hmm. I know I'm still able to be picking some up right now. And the when even when it goes to like 40 cents, 50 cents, it doesn't have to go to a dollar, right? I'm still at a way better position than I was when we were at the top, which is really crazy to think about. But it's just because of with SPS being so low, we know Rift Watchers is coming out. It's only purchasable with SPS. And we know that it, all of that SPS now goes into the foundation. And what's going to happen to it? Most people are going to want to burn it. Because then that inherently increases the value of every other coin out there as well. So you, I'm. You don't I'm think they're going to do the Binance listing? Um, I think I, it's possible. I, I don't. I'm not at it. It was funny, like hearing you and Crypto say that. Like it was just like right, right out the gate. It was like, yeah, we need to burn some of this. I'm like, man, I don't know yet. We're still like in the first year of distribution, and we're already like, yeah, yeah it's just I like think, I want more. Don't burn it. I just know, right? The, the supply <laughs> is relatively low when it comes to the token. I mean, when you think about it, a three billion, you know, yeah. supply token, it's on a five. Five years, so we're only what coming up on year one of the yeah. five year plan after the yeah. SPS airdrop. Yeah, so, oh, so it's six total. Yeah, six total. So I mean, I don't, I don't see a necessity to burn it. I, I think I'd rather use it for some kind of serious promotional, like cross promotion, um, personally. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. We'll have to see where the where where the bigger whales are at because I have yeah. a lot of SPS, but I'm not. I'm not top of that rich list, so I'm not really yeah. going to decide. <laughs> Governance is going to be real interesting. I found out I'm top like 700 or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, there's still no way I get a good <laughs> voting. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's plenty of time to talk about that. Uh, what will happen with all that SPS from the vouchers or not vouchers, validator sales. But I want to get you guys' thoughts. Next topic, for. would you guys rather jump into... The reward changes first or the new reward cards first? Which one? I, I want reward changes. I want to do the cards. changes. Let's do the cards first. Okay. All right. People Steve are asking time. for the cards. The reward okay. changes have been out for longer. All right. Well, I'll try to get them up on the screen as, as you guys talk about it. Uh, there was no official list. All that I took was just screenshots from Bull, Bulldog's quick video. Of course, yeah. disclaimer, test phase. So stats could change, but usually at this point, they're fairly well locked in. Maybe a stat two or here will change, but usually the abilities, all those things from what I've seen stay. So <laughs> what do you guys think? What was maybe a card or two that really stood out to you? What were your overall reactions? The dragon one. <laughs> <laughs> Red just like pumped Yoden. Just crazy, crazy amount. Like I, I was trying to think about it and I was like, did red have a life leech? Uh, they it was in magic, I believe. Zalron, yeah, yeah, they have uh, another legendary, the five drop, the magic life leecher. Okay, is that he's old, he's, he's old. an old card, so he wouldn't okay. be modern. So, this would be their first modern, like, this is like a, 
that was always one of the best things with Life Leech is when you get into but, one of those blast formats, and then like so, like now you gave an archer that has like with Yodin can get boosted and blast and Life Leech. I'm like, oh my goodness! And Good opportunity, luck. huh? I know. Yeah, it's opportunity. Yeah, yeah it's oh, opportunity, opportunity too. too. Yeah, and then yeah. it's camouflage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I had the same thought, Rogue. It was like, oh, this you know new ability is going to counter Yodin. Everyone sell your Yodins. He's going to suck now. And then it's like the first two reward cards out of the fire range, yeah. super powerful ones, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is going to be hell in bronze and silver. I, I don't think a lot of players love scatter shot. Um, I, there's a few cards that people use it on, but it's sure. such a random mm-hmm. thing. And yeah. with so, Yodin, though, yeah, yeah and that's where like I mean, Chaos Dragon when it gets blasted, consistent. silver. Yeah, oh, sorry, with, ahead, with, with Yodin, you're right, but not everybody has a Yodin, so I'm sure. not sure how popular that other card will be. If you don't have a Yodin, like Scattershot can be super annoying. If you're like, I, mm-hmm. I, one more hit and the tank's dead, and he shoots somewhere else, and you're like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> the heel gets off and you're like yeah. this is stupid you're never shooting the right target and when that happens it's really annoying other times it's amazing because he takes out somebody you had no chance of taking out you know so it, it's just one of those it's what it's like in modern they they added a couple of these features that meant to bring a little chaos to the game but i don't think a lot of people love them they're they're very like it's i i like them for the aspect of like sometimes you can get into a rule set that like it, it finds its place like gem meteor i'm finding like somebody did it to me once and i thought oh that was a really good idea it was like a close range um and i they paired it with general sloan and put him in like the front slot and i was looking at him and i'm like okay it's like a it's like a five cost two five speed with like a little bit of health i'm like and it's attacking from the front spot. I'm like, that's not bad. You know, it's like, it's often, it's really specific, but like, but then you get into the back to basics rule sets and Scattershot comes off entirely. And now you've got your <laughs> Ranger just going to town, you know? So like, I'm looking at him and I'm like, he's fairly costed and he's very fast. And that's, I think, one of the, one of the good things we got going on for him so but far. Camouflage Life Leech is kind of interesting. Oh, yeah. Like because the fact that you can't hit her till she hits that first position means like ideally she's going to be, you know, second to last. And by the time yeah. she, it hits the front row, it, who knows how much life? Because mm-hmm. do you life leech off of blast? Yeah, I don't know. You, yeah, you do. Right? As long as it's health. So you, you could be gaining like seven. five life. Yeah, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming seven. that not that often she'll deal all seven. But yeah, but Plus, like you don't heal from from armor hits. Yeah, yeah, and if and if the monster dies, right, you don't get extra. So yeah, I mean, a, when I saw chance. when I saw the legendary fire, it, it was like, okay, so this is just a way better Lyra for one more mana. <laughs> I mean, it's slightly slower, right? But with opportunity oh, but yeah, and just, life leech and yeah. camouflage, it's instead like, of snare, it's got it's a Lyra for the, it's a Lyra for the fire team that they, one more mana and they made better. <gasps> So oh, it, it is. Can they fight in the lore? <laughs> can we get like a can we get we like a volleyball? Can we get like a volleyball deathmatch well, kind of thing well, going they on? They would here? actually uh, both die to fatigue because they can't attack in a one v one. Oh, it's just they're Close screaming range, at each other from across yeah. the table. <laughs> Eli like, made a good point though. The the one thing Scattershot sometimes does help out a lot in is um uh, to counter taunt. Yeah. Yep. And I guess mm-hmm. more scattershot monsters as they come into the game, it would be interesting to go with like an entire lineup with like three of them or four mm-hmm. of them. Because the then entire you, team. 
Yeah, like, so, legendary you summoner. Have that kind of consistency <laughs> if you just put like more of them in there. I don't yeah. know, but like I do know that taunt is getting more and more meta right now. Um, it's finding its place uh, quite a bit. So yeah, scattershot is kind of well, yeah, finding, that, finding a place. There's the really annoying uh, blue, blue and uh, the white wave brood. Taunt. Yeah, the way the no, yeah. just the, uh, the the kraken. Uh-oh. When yeah. they put him in front and they just put healers behind him, that's mm-hmm. when you'd love to have scatter shot to kill those healers because sometimes you just can't get through the Kraken. Yep. Yeah. Jim, what was it? you? You were calling out a card earlier that really stood out to you. Which one was that? Oh, the the Dragon Infiltrator. The Dragon. <laughs> the, 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 oh, yeah. the mini oh. silver shield assassin. So <laughs> oh. d- double strike. Double yeah. strike sneak cripple. No, I'm down at for gold it. only though, right? So silver, you're not going to get the cripple. You'll get yeah. the two two yeah. melee damage. I feel like the one melee damage with double strike is never and, that appealing. And he's also he's also in little league because he's four mana. Yeah, that little yeah. league is pretty baller. Nice. Yeah, I feel like you're gonna have to get him to level four because that one melee, like yeah. a lot of the times, it can be countered yeah. if they get a miss or they put a shield back there or whatever. It's mm-hmm. not gonna do a whole lot, but I think in silver with that two damage double strike, that could be pretty powerful. Yeah, especially yep. if you got the dragon summoner plus one melee. Yep, which is also in the, the reward set too. It like, so when we start talking about when we start talking about like tournament specific, if you get into like a reward tournament, like that's your dragon summoner that you can play. Like, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely mean, I combos of, there. I kind of wish the affliction. I know you get it in Diamond Champion. I wish that was one of the second abilities for Silver because I think. As you guys just said, taunt is so overused, mm-hmm. especially in silver and gold, that it'd be nice to have a backline character to land that affliction with double strike. You'd have a lot more chances to land it. But unfortunately, we're not going to get that until Diamond Champion. Yep. Yeah. The the one attack isn't that bad, though, because it is a dragging card. So you can team it with a lot of different people that can buff that attack. Yeah, Other, yeah. You know, any you whatever team you have that has some inspire, you can go ahead and just put it into that team and get it up mm-hmm. there. Yeah, well, Blue's rocking two of them right now, right? Like Demented Shark, Demented and, Shark the, and, uh, Riverdale. and yeah, and the yeah. river, the Riverdale. Like, yep. you know. put those both in there, and you put this and Carnage Titan in double double strike <laughs> with dude. You <laughs> could have triple double strikes in green with the grunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah. is fine. <laughs> <laughs> double strikes always always kind of interesting. Once double strike affliction now, though is definitely kind of cool. Honestly, the one I really was excited about was the Epic and Death, the Revealer, because it's finally at bronze. You actually get a stun. And there's yeah. not much stun at lower yeah, levels. Yeah, 100%. Like, every time I get that rule set, I'm just kind of like, eh, whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. And, like it doesn't matter. And there's matter. certain cards you can't counter because you don't have stuns. Like, uh, stuns can counter cube, and when you don't have them, that messes that up. Or any or Kron. You can't counter Kron without a, without a stun. So that that makes that's going to make a big difference in the game, for sure. Mm-hmm. Can see that. No, I like that. Really excited for that. I honestly, I really like the uh, the Kinju, the um, the legendary neutral, the only card that we have that I think that has the reflect shield. What's at with level the, one. the one attack though? Honestly, because I so so I look at him one. He's only two mana, right? So I yeah. think this is like they were like, okay, look, we're going to give you the card. That you can play with anything to test the ability to fully like look at the yeah one hundred percent because I think it's super powerful. 
I, I 100% like, and especially when we talk about taunt metas and everything, like one of the biggest things against taunt is blast. You know what I mean? Like you, like you put everything into your front, you're cracking whatever your wave brood, if you're poor, you know, and they blast through any of that. Like you can't run that strat in that, in that, uh, matchup. Right. Um, so like I'm already, I'm already trying to think about ways of like tucking this in behind somebody that's going to take all of your attacks, right. In a blast only format or something along those lines. I don't see it countering. Like when they announced this, I didn't see it unless it's on a summoner. I don't see it countering thorns. I don't see it being a good thorns play except for, I think somebody had brought up potentially having it like on the double strike guy or having on a sneak guy. Like, yeah, that would have been great, but we don't see that yet, right? Yeah, I've, I've been kind of yeah. underwhelmed by the Reflection Shield. And I think until they, as you said, put it on Legendary Summoner, it's like, well, obviously Yoden didn't get uh, any nerfs with these new cards. Uh, Mylar didn't really get well, any nerfs with these cards, especially he, at lower levels. This is the only one with the Reflection Shield. Th this yeah. card is a little bit of a Yoden nerf, right? Because on any team, yeah. you put the them one. in the second spot the second. and then no blast damage to the second spot. Nobody else can target him because of camouflage. So he's like an immortal second spot person mm -hmm. against Yoden. Like, haha, you can't kill me anyway. <laughs> there, there's yep. no unless I don't. I guess the only thing that counters that can can Scattershot hit a camel. I believe so. So yes, that would be did so, so they that. did get a little bit of a counter to that. But in general, that card would would be very hard for Yoden to get off the board and he adds amplify so you you sit him behind a return fire tank so that you're you're bouncing back double damage and yeah. it, you know that that's the play with him i just i still don't understand the one uh attack it's almost like well his card needed one more point for the point scales that they use so we'll give him an ap i mean an attack point and then i guess when he falls into front position he can hit for a mighty one I don't it's kind know. of worse though because if you think about no melee matches then you mm -hmm. can't use them you know and he would have been great for that he's actually pretty good with lord arianthus or the onyx uh, sentinel as well up in the front line sure what do those do oh uh lord arianthus has a oh, lord a i remember yeah along with um magic reflect and thorns i believe it is you're talking um, like once you get him to amplify, like goes really well, or well, he, yeah. he's talking about like the big the, anybody with a lot of um, bounce back. If you can throw an amplifier yeah. behind him, like like the bigger tanks as well. Um, yeah. I do think the obvious combo is he gives amplify to death. I think I mentioned that to you guys on the pre-show. Death doesn't have amplify, so it'll be the first time they have it. Yeah, um, and they do have you know the the Harkon that has the bounce back on the magic. They have the summoner with bounce back of magic. So that that's an interesting play for them. You could definitely make some pretty interesting lineups. Um, I still think the 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 one thing that when you look at him, he looks like he's meant to sit and hide in the back like a Scalvo, or or a uh, one of those cards. But he has that one Malay attack, which I think will be more problematic than helpful, because <laughs> it'll be like I'm a, you'll want to use him, and a Malay monster is going to attack from anywhere, and then he'll go kill himself. <laughs> well, he but he has no, does he have reflect shield? Yeah, he's got the barrier. Uh, I guess he'll just go ping guys for one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually, that'll be nice. Like in the mate, yeah, in the melee attacks from anywhere. Yeah, because that's uh, one of the things with like the spirits or the fiends right now. Someone's calling him the king of supports because he's a two mana slow and amplify. I'm like the king of supports? Uh, I wouldn't say so. I mean, but he's neutral though. So any team, 
That that's the one thing yeah, that he's that really makes low him... mana too. Like that's what like like when you look at like the legendary cards from um when you look at the legendary cards from Untamed, right? Like the most expensive, not untamed from Dice, the most expensive card is Aponya. Um and she's literally just support. Mm. Right? So like and that's very meta. Like anytime you get into a bronze tournament, like I have to run upon you because what do you think fans. of uh, the blue ones? Kind of underwhelming. Well, yes, that, that was one of my takeaways. I honestly feel like most of these cards for lower levels aren't going to change the meta too much. I feel like they're more geared towards mm-hmm. the gold and diamond when you look at some of these abilities. And then my other takeaway was it seems like they're trying to buff fire and death a bit and not do too much to water and earth because those are so popular. I think they did a good job of that because like yeah. that is a good evaluation I mean, of the sense. meta. Like 100%. I, what I did like was Tidebiter here. Like that's, I think, the best, like in my mind, that was the best pairing that you could do is like the reach and the magic shield because you naturally wanted or the reflect shield because you wanted it in second position anyway so having a melee be able to attack from there is real nice um so i I think that was like my only takeaway from like and being low mana like i mean the only other thing is water when you use the wave brutal you might put him back there in the back and he won't actually attack he'll just be a little meat blast prevention Mm. yeah yeah, it's an interesting card. I just think three cost cards never impress that much, right? Because you're like, yeah, he's yeah, not yeah. going to dominate the the board, but he'll be a good add-on for sure. Definitely an interesting one for lower mono matches. It mm-hmm. it is nice though to see more low mono cards come out because I really, the one part of this game I don't like is like twelve and thirteen mono matches because you're just like, oh, I can't use anything. <laughs> Does water have a good um, low level team so far and below little league? Mm, it's okay depending on the situation but i would say yeah, like top choice so this kind they, of helps them out too they have a sneak lineup that some people run right where you put the uh the two cost triage six speed as the tank with nine hp okay. the kelp initiate in the front and then you just put a bunch of three cost sneak guys in the back line i've seen people run that yeah and it, think- it can be pretty effective if you're talking about modern league though, I think it's definitely Obsidian unless Thaddeus is there, then Thaddeus and then a lot of Lorna Shine four mana matchups. Yeah, Lorna well. Shine's still very good in Little League. What did you guys think about the life one? I don't even think we've touched on life at all. Oh dude. I I'm kind of a fan of that Jared Scar. Yeah. Yeah, it's I, a cool card for sure. Seven cost legendaries are cool. Magic can kill him, but when he works, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah, See, just magic our... can kill everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, not everything. <laughs> yeah, I think at level three, I think he is like that's like the ultimate, like because he he will he'll never miss, and he'll Piercing. always pierce, yeah, right? Level, and I feel like like when I think about two, Grum yeah. and all the ways that Grum has screwed me, it's because <laughs> he misses and because of shields. But he's such a good tank, though. <laughs> yeah, Jer- yeah. Eh. I, I'm confused about his name for one. He just sounds like a white guy from Minnesota or something. <laughs> hey, Jared. Hi, Jared. <laughs> but uh, I, I think as far as use, it's definitely going to be that case where it's like only if melee monsters can attack from anywhere or melee sneak attack or opportunity. I just don't see him. Why, why would you put him in the front when he's going to die well, to two shots? Viru, of magic? Uh, or virus is saying the right thing, like uh, Jared's car with a backline yeah. taunt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eli but even then, if they have a good tank yeah. up front, they could shred through 
Jared before he actually gets a bloodlust off. But I, I, I don't think that you're able to taunt Reach, though. So, like, having a front line with, with Reach is correct. Well. That is correct. You cannot taunt Reach, which is, like, one of the things with blue. Like, that meta match is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to have to protect him when you play him because if you play a seven-cost monster that dies before it can attack, that, that usually loses you a match. So there's going to have to either be a reverse speed lineup mm-hmm. if you want to throw them out there, or you are going to need to use a backline taunt or uh, some debuffs or some HPs or Lorna. So at least he gets yeah. a free hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. Way, he's blast. got a cool cigar. So <laughs> that's <does>. something. <laughs> does. I wonder if they're going to edit that out later. <laughs> Make it PG. Is that your yeah. concern? <laughs> All right. Well, I think the only other ones we didn't touch on was green, but honestly, those were f those cards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the Valkyric Bloom is at least a, a straight llama cube counter. So yeah. that one's and failed summoner. Yeah, and yeah. unless it's in like the front row, then how's it hitting? Well, yeah, you've, that's the one thing though, right? You got to put something in front of it that doesn't die too. Yeah. But you yeah. can combo it with um, uh, what's that? The 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 seven cost neutral that has immunity, Yambo, Camino, or whatever. Oh, Camino. oh, oh. Almo Cambio. Yeah, Almo Cambio. Right, like right. you could put him in the front with the boom behind, and then you could maybe beat a Llama Cube. Right. So I absolutely well, I love the art. Llama Cube, then it doesn't matter because they can't right. attack your front row anyway. Mm-hmm. So, and Cube is how much mana? Six. Six, so 13 mana. Yeah. It's just it well it's because Noxus Noxus fumes is just llama cube versus llama right. cube every time, pretty much. So now you well realistically, if you have that card, you're going to do llama cube in that card, yeah. <laughs> and that's going to be the new. The oh new yeah, fun. then you go to eighteen mana. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and an eighteen. Well, because no matter what, if it's Noxus fumes, it's always llama cube. It doesn't matter the mana cap, and as long as it's over thirteen. It's yeah. Llama Cube, and then you look at the rest of your mana, and it's, okay, who goes with those two cards? And the real goal is just to have your cube live as long as you can so it last stands to a higher HP than the other guy's cube. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real city, silly game mute mode. And if this card doesn't change it, they should just axe no- Noxus Fumes because it, or, like, Noxus Fumes needs to be, like, auto, no green. <laughs> Earth is removed. Rogue, what were you going to say about the art? The uh, Vulguine, the other white, the white rare. I I was like, when I saw this on the uh, poster, I was super excited for it. And honestly, I like the card. I love the concept. It's got scavenge, so it'll have like real late game potential. And then like, if you do get it maxed out, we're talking like high evasion with uh, with a, a fury. And so like, I can see this card being like a, a real, a real pain. Low, low mana. Mm-hmm. Or it's even like an ant yeah, it could be for... crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he'll be hard to hit, and when you do, he'll hit you harder for mm-hmm. for a good amount of time, you know. And yeah, then do you touch him? You know how do you, how do you get through him? So yeah, no, I'm yeah. I I was a huge fan of the art, and I was I was happy that it came on a card that you know kind of already fits with. I think I think I think Lorena Shine's gonna love that card. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. For sure. <laughs> well, I want to get your guys' thoughts here as well on, you know, there's always this debate of you hear people say 
what why are they releasing more cards there's gonna be more supply you're gonna tank all of our prices do you guys care about that at all do you guys listen to the argument are you guys no. just happy for new cards no yeah <laughs> i mean i don't mind the fact that more cards are coming in because uh we're getting a ton more chess it would have got kind of too repetitive to get all those you know, massive amount more chess daily and end of season for a lot of players. If there weren't more rewards cards put out, um, I do think that rewards cards having a lot of very um, of things that you can pull makes it a little bit more exciting. It, you want more cards that can help a team uh, to come from it. And I don't care what anybody says. There are not enough cards for land. They need a bajillion more cards in this game for land. And I know now, I don't know when land's going to be here. It's going to be, you know, 2024 at this point. But when it's here, we need to stake at least 150,000 cards into land, possibly 450,000 cards that they've hinted at where it might be a summoner and like up to two other monsters that you can put into your land. And that's and, not even counting the BCX of those cards. Yeah. Yeah. The, I, I mean, so, and you're going to want silver level probably. And I don't have, I, I don't have 200 extra silver level cards in my accounts yet. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that, the, I think that while people kind of are getting mad at the, the supply, there's going to be a point in this game eventually where land's going to come out. The the land owners are going to want to continually level up their cards to get better production um, of those materials. And they're going to be constantly buying up the cheapest cards that you want to put out on the marketplace. And that's when things are going to get really interesting as far as cheapest card probably being not as cheap anymore. Mm-hmm. Because... Um, ideally you're going to eventually want maxed out cards on all of your land and so if if they're maxed out rewards cards then that's what that's what a lot of people are going to go for so yeah and we're already seeing kind of generally what the uh like with just this announcement on rank rewards and what it's forcing kind of the bot farms to get involved with i watched the uh cp per dollar drop from 500 to 350 again um in just the last couple of days um so as we were marching closer to that like uh i don't know we were getting what at two x times the burn rate or two times the burn rate and so like the price of the cards that we already have which i thought was plenty is already starting to increase because like these bot farms need to get themselves to that 15 at a more reasonable rate right because like i don't think the rank rewards are gonna stop the bots i think they're going to like just encourage them to up the model so i i don't know i i'm of the opinion that um we needed to increase the supply of the reward cards anyway because they were being distributed kind of at a kind of at a slow at an okay pace to, to, to release all the cards in a year. That's the, that was the pace. So now if they're going to up the, the distribution rate, right, you have to increase the supply. So that way, like you didn't just cut yourself short on the first ones. So I'm actually going to like this, like maybe if they can get into the habit of like a rotate of like maybe three times a year, they introduce new reward cards and then as these are all in circulation, one year later, the first ones end up being in full circulation, new 10 add in, and we're just kind of in this constant rotation um, to get through, you know, 8 million common reward cards in a year 
while upping the distribution to people, you know? Yeah, I have the same thought. I mean, I think to keep people engaged in the game, I think they need cards regularly mm -hmm. to come out. And I know they said they don't want to be magic together, always, you know, putting out new things. But honestly, I feel like even from Chaos Legion coming out in December to now, it felt like too long of a gap where nothing was changes. None of the meta kind of what you said, Steve, like you're pulling the same reward cards over and over again. So once you have your level of silver level maxed out or whatever you're at, it's like, well, cool. I guess I'm just sitting on random individual BCXs or I'm selling them off. So I think this is actually way more encouraging. I think they should have maybe even just less reward cards put out all at once and just split them up. Kind of, as you said, we like, hey, every three months we're going to get some more cards because imagine, you know, you know, think about competitive games that have been around for a really long time. Imagine League of Legends or CSGO. Well, I guess CSGO is a bad example, but <laughs> Valorant or some of these top level games. Imagine having one patch a year, like one difference of change a year. You really think people are going to keep playing these games for the entire year? No, they're yeah, gonna get, it's going to get stale. It's going to get boring. They release cards on a pretty regular basis because they do new rewards cards. They do drops like this. They do promo cards. We have another promo in the works that sports sport athlete that kind oh of fell. Oh, my goodness. Off, win. Right? win. <laughs> but it's right. coming. I'm so but over it. You, know, oh. you, you have the Rift Watcher set sure. coming. So that'll be a, a lot more cards. And then um, they do do promos. I don't know if they'll do another promo eventually where they'll release like a special um, like they did that where they did like the cards that were like themed after like another game and stuff like that. So they, they have a history of just adding new things into the game. That's for sure. Uh, the one thing I would say that maybe is a little disappointing is they've had like meta changing cards in the past in rewards like literally cards that changed the entire game and now these ones i don't know if there is one i would classify in this new set so that could be starting to come to an end and well, it makes I mean, a little more two. sense like we had like when these cards were released two of them were meta defining back when we had ulrich as a summoner so like these are those same cards <laughs> And like those were meta defining, right? And then, you know, they captured some people at ridiculous prices and then they got burned after a meta change. But like, so it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, you're right. We transitioned, like we had this meta, we had ridiculous reward cards that were like worth way more than other ones if you pulled them. And then we shifted metas and now you're right. I think we do still have meta relevant cards. I just think the supply is way like it, there's just burying demand you know what i mean what do you guys think about instead of having this we have an x amount of cards for the reward cards make it time-based instead it's like hey after six months i would like just no more printed it's a cutoff mm. i yeah I, I don't i don't think i have like a strong opinion either way I don't mind knowing exactly how much is coming because like it helps in my calculations and everything like that's actually one of my biggest gripes with gods unchained right now is like they were just kind of like yeah we've got this set out you don't know when we're gonna pull the plug just keep buying just keep buying oh we're pulling the plug two weeks notice <laughs> yeah like, i would what? say no I, I don't think that would work very well for this game because like it's the game is built where basically they say this is how many max cards can be made with what we're releasing. 
every time they have that in mind and every time it, it, it in my mind they haven't gone too far it's just it, up into this time not enough players are looking to push their cards to the maximum level so now they went ahead and said okay well we'll give you five dollar chest if you get to the maximum level maybe you want to do it now <laughs> so jim what are your thoughts on all this uh well going back to the uh them releasing new cards it's like people will get upset that something is completely broken right and then they're like well you guys need to nerf it well they're not going to nerf the cards they're just going to come out with new cards to then stop those cards but then you're going to be upset that they came out with new cards yeah on, on top of that right on top of it they're coming out with new cards that provide that can provide synergies with other cards as well. Some cards that could be like, you know, a dollar or two. Well, now they are, there's a new card that comes out that will makes it even better than what it was because now you actually have that extra little umph from these, whether it's a support card <coughs> or just a card that provides, you know, pretty much the same uh, as the a different card that was out there. So like the Carnage Titan, right? throwing out another double attacker for dragon sure it doesn't attack the same target but you're still applying that amount of double damage every single turn now right so then mm -hmm. you start using those along with the other cards that already buffed the carnage titan the card that already buffed your whether you were going red or going blue for now the inspire or the green with the grunt so it's it's like Sure, they're providing these other new cards, but they can also then just buff other cards that were already out previously. You know, all the inspires. Well, now all the inspires just get better because you have now better cards to be utilizing with them. Yeah. I mean, I think if people are really worried about the card prices, just sell your reward cards as you get them and buy back later. That's the typical trend we've seen, at least. So, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm not worried about it. I think it I think it's more fun to get cards. And I think that's better for the whole game and ecosystem anyways. So if you're looking at it from the hey, the game is going to engage more players and keep players around for longer, then that should be in theory for the long term. Way better for all of our assets anyway. So I don't know. I just don't agree with the argument. I, I get what where they're coming from, I guess, but I don't agree. It also helps the casual players possibly buy summoners. Because I remember like when I was first playing this game, the first couple times I leveled up summoners was because I got enough of a card for free that I'm like, well, I already have the card at level, you know, five. I wanna or six. I wanna be able to play it at level six. So I'll go ahead and level up my summoner to level six. Um, and maybe that doesn't happen the f first one that you get there, but all of a sudden when you have like three or four cards on a team and you're like, hmm, you know, I may maybe I'll go ahead and make that investment. And maybe that won't happen as much for the gold level, but for silver, uh, like an upper silver, it's like to go to three or four instead of just playing it two. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. Well, let's get to the last but not least. The thing we've all been waiting for. The time is here. The time is now. Well, I guess in mm -hmm. about like eight days, ten days, whatever we have left. Eleven days. Reward changes. <laughs> People have, have been. Work. Oh, I think uh, uh -oh. you're roboting out there. Uh oh. Oh, there we go. There we go. You back. You back. He's dead. 
<laughs> All right. I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Reward changes. Reward. Thoughts. Feelings. My video on them got over 2,000 views. What? Where'd that, where'd that come from in this market? <laughs> they were, I was not doing nearly that good again. <laughs> and uh, it's because they're, they're that big. I mean, it's, it's wild what they decided to do. It's a lot more than I thought they were going to do, for sure. I mean, the, every player can earn probably 20 chests a day now, no matter what league you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, every player can shoot for that. Yeah, 30 is the max on a day. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think 20 is more attainable for people. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think very many people will get 30 because from what they've said to get 30, you need to be playing with alpha and beta cards and promo cards and be winning quite a bit. Get on a good win streak, um, get on yeah. a good streak and stuff. And not every player has those older cards to get all those bonuses, but still, you know, I mean, right now you do a rewards quest and you get two, even if you're playing in silver three you get dose (laughs) and now you're going to even even like a a not that good player is going to get you know five times as many 10 12 chess every single day and then at the end of the season they're probably going to open up 50 or 60 that's a complete different thing and then what they did for the upper leagues with the dec multiplication um and and like the gold lottery tickets you get now if you're playing in champion and opening champion test uh to to try to pull those gold legendary cards um it's and and it's it's great because i i really hope they incorporate those percentages in into the game like when you go open your end of season chest i hope it says you could have had a chance for three more percent legendary cards put it in your face (laughs) yeah put it in your face like really let you know like if you if you you know if you're having fun and this is good make that extra investment push yourself up to the upper leagues and collect those big rewards i think if they're going to do that they need a number of like how much money it is to climb from silver to gold and it'll just be the fat like three thousand dollars right there as well Old, you know, more than that. Can you say the cake is a lie? <laughs> I think Rogue has some alpha, so somebody's hacking him right now. To Rogue has turned into a up. robot. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying so hard. Ah, uh, uh, we'll uh, get him back here. The hot alpha just ripped him out. The yeah, Rogue was pissed. <laughs> Jim, what did you say to him? <laughs> the one thing that this definitely is going to change too for a lot of players is I know a lot of us right now play Splinterlands while you're doing something else sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of go and if you lose, you go, eh. <laughs> and, then yeah. you go and you play till that quest is done. Now yeah. you're going to be sitting there going like, okay, wait, what's the rule set? What's the mana? What has he played? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one of my biggest takeaways. It's like, oh, actually playing ranked sounds fun again because before that's why I was only playing tournaments. Is because, as you said, the ranked play felt like it had no punishment or consequence for losing matches. So, whatever, skip through them, go, go next. And now it's like, okay, win rate seems to be a pretty big deal. I do hope they fix the daily focus weakness though mm-hmm. relatively quickly because. I- if you get a bad, if you get stuck on a bad team, you're gonna literally be like, okay, if I want a good amount of daily chest, I'm gonna hurt my entire season rewards. I and think so, they could also make it to where you get like 50% less focus points um, for just like using a completely different team, but just winning. 
or like X amount. Yeah, it's not, they could do something like that where like every match you could win some points. But if you used so it's kind of like you're getting rewarded for playing daily and you're getting rewarded extra if you play with this splinter. Exactly. That that would be an easy fix because then you wouldn't be forced into it because questing can be the, like, the most frustrating thing ever when it's your weak splinter and you get stuck in it because you're just like. Uh, and then you realize you're like, oh, I got to stop playing it for a couple turns because yeah. everybody knows I've been playing it. Dude, every time I see blue, I just skip it. I'm like, I can't, I can't play it. I don't <laughs> That's know. That's the how. easiest one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude, sometimes you, people don't. There's just you know, there's ones you don't play. You don't know. You don't know how to do it, or you don't see how they can win. And then you have your two or three that are your favorite and win all the time. Yeah. And so you want to play with those if winning matters. You know, like. Yeah. I, I don't want to ever go away from basically Kitty and Yodin in law <laughs> ever. I just want to go back and forth between those two cards. No, no. If I ever get blue, I just turn on the bot and I go AFK. All right, that's, that's all I gotta do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's funny because most people like blue. I don't like blue I know, either. Though. I, love I hate blue. I hate blue. I love it. It's I so it. powerful. What do you mean, dude? Are you guys it's kidding so me? It's so garbage, dude. dude in silver, Matt, in silver, it is the top deck, a hundred percent. I have anything Ulrich over twenty-five minutes and and Kelia to uh, to try to use, and I don't know. I, I just lose a lot. I lose a lot. Yeah. Rogue, do we got you back? Maybe. Yeah, we got you back. Yeah, yeah, you're back. We got you back. You're gonna have to so, let me know if you're losing me again. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I want to know from you guys, we, we can talk about this in the overall picture, but just personally, their whole goal, right, was we want to push people more towards one account and leveling up one account. Is is that true for you? Do you guys feel like you're now? I know, Steve, you're kind of already at the top, so maybe you know, it doesn't change much for you. It's like besides getting a bunch of rewards accounts to champion. Yeah, yeah there <laughs> we go. So, I mean, is this is this personally, is this going to force your decisions differently? Um. I don't know. I, for me, I'm hoping it brings more people into champion because champion is a weird beast to play in because there's there's not enough players who are up there who only have, say, like some of the cards or some of the maxed card teams and stuff, because basically all day I play the same about 50 to 60 people and they have every card in the game. And it, it's frustrating and it's not that fun at times because you're just like, I'm so tired of playing these guys who have every single card. And I can't cry, talk about first world problems because I have a lot of the cards, <laughs> but I don't have all of them. And yeah. so um, it, it, it just you want it to be a little bit more competitive up at the top, more people pushing their way to there. That's the big thing I see hopefully happening that would change my day to day thing as far as what it would let me do do i see myself like it, the one thing it changes the overall is i might make that extra expenditure to buy certain cards now that i'm missing because it's finally important that i'm missing them like i wasn't going to yeah. spend thousands of dollars on a mylor or a lorena who i only have at level four i wasn't necessarily going to spend multiple thousands of dollars on the valamore or a um you know the, the you know the different yeah. five beta ones might i now maybe uh you know i'll have to see how it goes like if i can't if i can't if i'm only farming you know 40 to 50 champion chests because i can't compete with the people who have those cards it, it can push me to finally maybe go like all right i'm gonna you know do something to get the money to get those cards yeah so. is that do something potentially like decreasing your amount of other counts like consolidating 
Like that's I mean like Maybe. quick quick question, knee jerk. Do you think if you closed all your accounts and went to one, you could have every card? Probably. Okay. Because I because so like, that's really the big I, thing is like is are you incentivized to do that? Like only yeah. play one account. I don't know. I might be because I have another account that's basically got all the beta cards at level six. And so if I liquidated that account, it would be a decent amount of money. And I probably could then pick up, you know, at least Myler, Lorena, Valamore, like the important ones for sure. I could probably pick those up with that money. It's possible. But the one thing is, is like how many rewards is that account going to be able to farm? I don't think, own. yeah, I don't so. think it's actually going to push that much because like I, I was comparing silver to gold and it's like, I still think technically you're going to have four co- accounts in silver do better than gold. The, the difference is now your, your win rate actually matters. So you're going to have to either personally play all three or four of the accounts, which not a lot of people are going to have the time to actually do that. Mm-hmm. Or you're going to have to have an actual good bot. You can't just get these free bots and have them you know throw 70 percent of the matches because they can just still get their daily rewards you actually have to either create your own bot or buy some kind of bot uh so i think it's gonna decrease the number of accounts that way but i still think if you have four silver accounts or four you know steve whatever three diamonds account and one champion you're probably going to be better than that than still shoving them all into one account is my guess we'll find out i don't know it really depends like did you did you see how many of the uh, how much of a better chance I'm gonna have in a champion to get that eight cost legendary card gold? Yeah, there's odds, but if you have four accounts in diamonds, let's say versus one account in champion, or four accounts in silver versus one account in gold, your odds are yes less per account, but you have four accounts now. So I don't know. It's right, gonna be you, it's gonna be testing uh, for sure. But if you if you looked at the numbers for the silver and and the gold, right? For gold, you're getting eight times the amount of tokens in comparison to silver. On top of that, you're getting better odds of getting the DC. You're getting better odds of getting the cards. Um, and then same with packs. Um, on top of that, you then have uh, a better multiplier of then getting gold foils as well, which I think be- definitely beats a four times. Yeah. From but account. I think you're underestimating a three percent chance to get a gold foil um, a yeah, combined with, with combined like over three percent and over three percent legendaries. Because with those changes, if you're a good champion player, I can guarantee you you're going to get gold legendary cards. Yeah, I, my, just my argument was my argument was more towards Luke saying the four silver accounts yeah. versus one gold. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time, and again, I just look silver to gold. Yeah. If you have the win rate and you're getting a bunch of chests in silver, let's say you're across four accounts, you get 400 chests at the end of the season in silver versus on one account, you get 100 gold chests. Which one would you rather have? Right, right. But the numbers, if we're talking about the total tokens that you get, you get eight times the amount of tokens. Yeah, so DEC, I agree, but it's not triple rewards for things like the legendary. It's like a 50% bump. So that's where I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know if that is enough in theory i think it does prevent a lot of bots that are bad or a bunch of people mm-hmm. playing a bunch of accounts isn't it they aren't getting good winners. it's rates. a little bit more than 50 percent because don't you also get a bump in the chance to actually get a card well we've yeah, yeah, we've yeah. Got somebody in our guild that did yeah. some ev stuff um somebody said that like bronze ev was something like three cents silver ev is 7.6 Gold EV is 15.2, Diamond is 21.6, and Champion is 42.6 cents per 
chest. So if we're going off of Evie, then yeah. No, no, if you're going off it, because like, because then the the argument then comes back to, okay, if I consolidate, right, and I'm able to get more wins, then I will get more chests, right? So like, sure, you would get like, it's not only you will get more gold chests, but then you'll also get like less champion chests, you know what I mean? Plus, it does get into that time factor. I think the win rate's going to be huge here. Like, you have to have time to play. You know, I I believe 30 games a day, you know what I mean? And you need to run five accounts, you yeah. know? If, that's why we got bots, man. That's you gotta gotta, <laughs> I mean, you gotta have a good I mean bot. to clarify, to clarify, I do think some accounts will be consolidated. I'm just saying not all of them, which I don't think is their goal, anyways. Because to play up in gold, it is freaking expensive. So like while more people are gonna be motivated. Like, I'm probably going to be moving to gold just to play, even though I only have a silver level deck for the most part, and not even that maxed out for Chaos Legion. Yeah, and to go up thing. to max level gold is like another two grand, right? So that's like yeah. a lot of money. And I don't know, Rogue, what are, what are your thoughts? Because so, that, that's the argument I'm hearing from people and, and that I've been discussing is, do you now go to gold to skip out on bronze tournaments to try to get better rewards, or do you hang out in no. silver and still play in bronze? I still play in silver because I don't have a max out silver deck, right? So, like, I really do need to focus on that win rate, and I need to focus on optimizing what I can. And silver is just going to be the... Honestly, bronze is the best place for me to do it if I'm going win rates and all that stuff. So that's, like, a serious thing in my mind. Like, at this point, now that credits are out, like, do I actually go to bronze? Like, that's my big thing is, like, right now I can't com- I can't compete leaderboards in silver. You know what I mean? Because I don't have all those cards necessary. So do I actually go down to bronze and try that? That's some of the stuff I'm thinking about. But, like, overall, like, I think this is perfect. I think they did everything that they were supposed to because I do not believe that this will get rid of bots. 100%. I do not believe that. I do believe that bots are an essential part of our game because I view them as more of, like, NPCs. They are there. They are there for your experience, for you to be able to play the game whenever you want. My biggest thing was that the NPC shouldn't make more money than I do, right? So if we thought, if they set it up this way, and if bots don't change, if they still run those ECRs through the ground, they still get three chests a day, right? They can still do a calculation that says, like, this bot will still be profitable at, like, I don't know, like, three dollars a day or whatever two dollars a day and like but because i'm a player i have so much higher of a ceiling than a bot does and that's the important part as a player i can come in here with my collection and i can go way farther than a bot can but there is still room for a bot to exist here at a lot lower pay. So I think the ecosystem is going to be really good coming off of this. Which is it's super important. They finally, finally said something in the town hall. What was a hard point? Finally mentioned, hey, we're trying to stop wind trading. That was like mm-hmm. the first time I've ever heard that, which is a huge concern because of when, if wind percentage is such a big deal mm-hmm. and bots can still wind trade. Now, I don't know how quickly they're going to be able to implement separating all the bots from being able to play each other because in Cryptmancer's video, it was like, I mean, some of these bots are getting 16 out of their own 20 matches paired up against their own bots. So that's a lot. I mean, it runs deep. Yeah. The other thing, though, in your example of like, I don't think a four accounts to one 
that doesn't make sense to me because I, I don't think you would run for Matt because like unless you're trying to run like level two silver decks, but then your your win rate probably isn't going to be that great because you're going to run into people with more maxed out cards. And honestly, exactly. in the future, I have a feeling that the leagues are going to get more competitive now that rewards are bigger. And if you're running four maxed out silver cards counts, that's almost the same cost as running two level five gold. Uh, certainly the same cost as running one probably maxed out level six gold so why do all the extra work of playing 120 games a day when you can consolidate focus on one account and probably make the same if not more yeah if it gets more competitive i agree because previously i could run my alt account with zero money in it rent a two cent lorna shine team and oshana's plus delwin and I was at gold rating at the end of the season, which I, I don't think it would make sense to jump into gold. Yeah, but you were also doing that by not going into gold. If you yeah. went into gold, you would have started right. to lose. And well, that's what rating. I'm saying. You could have four pretty fairly cheap silver accounts that you're not going to get a ton of win rates, but probably still enough to get decent rewards. Also, you have to remember the, 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 the rating cap on earning now based on the league you're in. That's another thing that's yeah. going to push people to go up because you're going to eventually get to a point where your rating is so high that you're not even earning that many, that that full bonus. Yeah. And, and it's such a big deal now because it gets cubed. So literally, if you're at like, you know, max gold rating and you're hanging out in the silver by going up to gold, you're, you're, the amount of extra points you'd be getting for your chest would just be, a, a, it would just be a lot for every yeah. single win. Yeah. And just to clarify again, I'm I'm uh, approving of these changes. I like the changes. Yes. I don't, as I said, I just don't think it changes everything where everyone will now be with one account was more so my point. I think it does reduce the amount of counts substantially. We'll see how big of the shift is, you know, in a couple of weeks and yeah. maybe a month or two of testing. I mean, it always it, it all depends on how how much time people like. I'm I'm still shocked about how much time people actually do have to play this game. Some of the people that I talk to like run multiple accounts, tournament accounts, and like so in in my mind, it's like I can't find time to play thirty games in a day and manage one tournament. You know what I mean? Like, because I only have two hours a day. You know, so like that's 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 my that's my time frame. You know what I mean? So like I was never in an option to be a multiple count anyway. But like I do believe that this is after the first season, everyone's going to see. It'll be a very it'll be a crazy psyche for everyone, because right now they've gotten the max of whatever is available. The max of whatever is available. Now they've set that carrot so far out there. That like you literally like probably cannot get the max amount of chess in a day back to back. Like you will really be pushing your ECR calculations to be like, oh my goodness. Like, do all right, like I I can get one more chess today. Do I do that or do I relax and like go push into tomorrow? Like, like what am like, you know what I mean? Like the rental market, like people used to rent like for one day then take an entire day off, get both chests done and all this stuff. Like there's going to be a whole psyche change with players. And I, I personally, I think there is going to be a lot more consolidation, a lot of consolidation. I do believe that the bots 
are still like I don't think will recognize it so much as players because I believe the bots outnumber alt accounts by quite a bit. But um, I do believe that the players will start to shrink down, you know. Jim, what does this change for you? I know we talked a little bit beforehand, but you, you've been known as I'm silver guy only. Is this, is this bump you up? Is this motivating to you? So Jump the one gold? thing that I I've, I've talked about this in the past before. Um, so I pretty much only have silver level cards, but I was able to climb through gold and almost hit diamond because of the cards that I had. And a lot of people were still just using either maxed out for bronze or they just weren't even like using a good team. So I was still destroying people in gold and climbing up through it. So it's just like, I think I'd rather at that point have the versatility of like nearly every single card maxed out for silver along with the lower BCX, which is always nice for resale. Um, but still just playing gold. I think that is that is the actual plan. So they didn't, they didn't so. give you more motivation to actually level up your cards. It's just more motivation to actually play in gold yeah, above yeah, your yeah. leveled cards. Yeah. yeah now, I, now what has to happen? I still don't want to go to convert, Jim. What, what has to happen is gold gets competitive. He has to and get his there, butt kicked he's up getting there. His, he's getting so now. Uh, I'm going all three of my accounts back down to gold to start. Back to gold. <laughs> <laughs> be there okay <laughs> it's not wind trading it's like steve specifically looking and headhunting gyms like actually, actually gold is my worst league by far i every once in a while i sneak into gold tournaments and i get stomped because i'm just like oh i i because i play same. i play bronze now and silver on my little account so i kind of remember that game and mm -hmm. i play diamond and champion on my big one but when i go to gold i'll play cards all the time while you're like hey, wait it doesn't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah why am i not reflecting arrows with my shield there <laughs> so i guess big question do you guys think do you guys think it'll be like uh open all at once every 24 hours or do you think it's like open as you go like when you unlock a chest, you get to open it. What do you think? I would say open as you go. I mean, why not? I think that would be a lot more engaging. I don't see why you would make it. A lot more transactions, though. No, I don't think it will be. I think it'll be if if you can get them early. I think it's going to be claim when you want to, and it would end your focus. Or it's going to be the next day you get them. Because I think one of the points of this is they want to get let every player have a screen with twenty chests on it. So yeah, having right. you open like one, at, one at a time, I mean, through. especially because when you open one chest, it, it's still going to be a potion sometimes. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> and so I don't think a that would be, I don't think yeah. it's a lot better if you have 20 chests and yeah, you're like, all right, fair. six of them were potions or, yeah. you know, whatever the percentage ends up being. I think that, well, one, how cool would that be if like end of season is every day? Essentially, yeah. That's right. what it's going to be for a lot of players. <laughs> That's right? how they God. make it fun, man. That's how it's actually going to be more chess than, than yeah. your end of season. Because if the max is 30, that means if you're somewhat decent, you're going to be getting 20 probably. And 20 for a silver player who used to get 12 at the end of the mm -hmm. season. I, I mean, a 12, well, 12 to 14. How, how many of us after day four of the season only played for their quest and then stopped? Shh. I mean, besides tournament. I'm literally doing that right now. <laughs> Right? Yeah. So that that you actually be motivated to play again for ranked every part of each and every call. day. 
Because <laughs> you just don't play at all. <laughs> yeah, after sitting the in your day. bot farms. Totally. Guys, I'm playing every day for multiple hours. What are you talking like about? Like 24 hours. I'm literally the playing day. right now. Three accounts that I run. I mean, I play 100%. <laughs> I mean, does this change botting for you, Jim? Do you feel like you're going to have a good enough bot to, to still get rewards? Ooh. or? Also, yeah. follow up question. Like, what is your general botting strategy now going into this? What is what are some of the moves you've had to make in anticipation of this? Um, making sure, especially since I want to play in modern, like I need to make sure I have every single common and rare card because that's what the bot tends to use. Um, and I need to make sure I have all of the the summoners as well that are inside or that I know the bot utilizes. So the more you watch it, the more you're like, okay, well, this is what they use. So then I have to go out and get those cards. Okay. Apparently I need to do that <laughs> for your bot. <laughs> well, cause I don't pay much attention to the two of my two sub accounts that bought, because all I do is go, did you finish your daily quest? Okay, cool. Yeah. And basically the bot is set to play every 20 minutes to 25 minutes. So the ECR is always floating around 70%. And um, sometimes Are you using ultimate. Uh, I use the one that the uh, the VN bot service runs. Um, okay. The uh, so I don't know which one it is. They actually want to raise the price, and everybody shot back at them. You need to make it better then, because mm -hmm. I'm not paying you more because the win rates are terrible. And I even <laughs> pointed out, I'm like, your stupid bot grabs ghost cards sometimes on my account because <laughs> after the ghost cards changed my accounts yeah. are old beta accounts and i'll go look at the matchups and i'm like yeah you threw level one cards on the board on my level six teams <laughs> and so i didn't care because all yeah. it was was are you getting my daily chest and are you making your way up to diamond for the end of season and they were now yeah. i'm gonna have to really reevaluate it i might not even bought them anymore because one of the things i might do is sell off the um the account that only has the four teams so it has three level teams and dragon cards mm -hmm. and then uh, i just play the two accounts so play the account that has six and then use the money from the third account to make that other account a little bit better because it is missing a few cards mm -hmm. yeah so and people have been asking me i don't know if you guys feel the same way they're like oh do i need to go rush out and buy all the starter cards if i haven't yet and my my take as a human it's like uh, at this point, do you really need to go buy a fourteen dollar unicorn if you've, you know, if you've missed out on it when it was three dollars? Because there's so many other cards. Like, yes, you're gonna get punished if you use the starter cards. But guess how many times I use the starter cards now that I have all the reward cards. Now that I have other Chaos Legion cards and Untamed cards or whatever. I actually don't feel like I use starter cards. Maybe besides two or three every once in a while. So it's kind of like okay. Do I really go bite the bullet to buy an overpriced unicorn now when it's like maybe going to cost me 10% of my rewards for one battle a day? Eh. Yes. You think yeah. so? You think it's still worth it? <laughs> it's not 10%, right? Well, okay, it's very It depends. Yes, whatever. Depends. I, I, in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I would say that if it's in your budget, if you have the money sitting around, you might as well go buy one of those cards and you should do it now before it it's It already exploded. Yeah, I know. The unicorn jumped from like three to like fourteen dollars within mm -hmm. a couple days of that announcement. Like, I don't know. I well, I mean, the exact know time, your play but. style and buy the ones that you use on a consistent basis. So mm -hmm. if you if you use unicorn a lot, then you, you don't want to be losing because I mean, then you start off with one, and then if you if you're if you're playing down in silver and bronze and your main 
cards you you use a lot are that and then you want to use like something else that might be ghost carded you end up with two on the board uh, you're losing maybe 30 percent of your ecr for that match i mean yeah oh uh, no, I'm- quick, quick tip of advice for anyone who's interested in botting botting right um if you have leveled up cards uh all the bots that use level one or slightly below your level you you pretty much instantly win because even if you all have the exact same lineup but your cards are higher level it doesn't go into a draw so then you just beat all the bots that are also running the exact same line as you so, so that's how you can also increase your. You're your essentially life. win trading without trying to essentially. win. Trade. <laughs> essentially, yeah. If you're playing the same bot, you're playing. They pick the yeah. same team, and if your cards are leveled, you win. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I've, I'm of the mindset that yeah, like go ahead and buy one BCX of all of Untamed. I already did it. I bought the bullet, or uh, I did it. But you bought that? it when Three. it was like eight times cheaper back like a month did ago i, I mean I, I didn't i don't think it, it cost me 70 bucks to get one of everything not the summoners i, I didn't buy any untamed summoners i don't play the untamed summoners i um, mean untamed is gonna be in the metaphor modern until rebellion comes out point. and that won't come out and for at least a year and a half probably because mm-hmm. let's be so, real mustang is doing its thing right now because it's meta what happens when Rift Watchers comes out? What's the next meta card? What's the next thing that you're like, crap, I need it. You know what I mean? So, like, I I spent 70 bucks. I got them all one BCX. I'm not going to level them up. I'm not going to go max silver on any of this, mainly for that future-proof aspect of my deck. Like, when we rotate, I will probably dump a lot of my Untamed. To, like, to, to be real with everybody, I'll just be like... Because, like, in my mind, my collection is starting at chaos and so chaos will be max silver hopefully by the time rift watchers comes out and i'll maintain max silver till i have assets enough to push to gold then whatever modern is at that point like i don't even think chaos will go to gold i think i'll be looking at like rift watchers or rebellion to go to gold for the next future proof right like that's the way that i'm viewing this and so for me the 70 bucks today was just to make sure that like i'm gonna get the most amount of chests that i can you know shield bearer uh is like a staple in my general sloan lineup i flippant like he protects my mercenary like it's nobody's business and i run that team an obnoxious amount of times had to go out and buy him you know what i mean i was i already had a gold foil serpentine spy but serpentine spy is super meta um the unicorn super meta uh the um failed summoner yeah failed summoner ice pixie there's a couple i guess my point is if you're strapped for cash uh, you know i think it's okay to just buy chaos legion starter cards because they're so much cheaper and then maybe as you said there's like okay I have two decks that I normally go to, Water and Earth. Okay, I know that. Maybe I'll just buy the Mustang and just buy the Ice Pixie because I can, you know, ignore the other parts of that. And then Steve just gives me 20 packs out of nowhere, so. (laughs) Yeah, I tell you what, if you're strapped for cash, after this first season, make sure you're selling all your reward cards because they're going to be super expensive because people like Steve are going to need them in champion level like yesterday. And so they're going to pay good money for them, sell all your reward cards, then buy the Untamed. Then you're uh, great. I'll, uh, Steve, uh, you're I, for, I forgot your your in game name, Jeff. <laughs> so, 
Uh, it's Moo Killer Threos. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm about to send Steve a gift. There you go. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, Rogue. You got some too. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. I gotta go. It's a I party go now. At, what am I doing? I wish I had potions oh, to open no. them. <laughs> Gotta send it to my alt account so I can use all those Dude. potions I've been for, farming yeah, yeah, for the last Yeah, just a little gift. <laughs> Bro. Oh my gosh. Uh, uh, next time, can we make it uh, uh, DEC or credits so I can go ahead and buy the packs to get up to my 675 so I can get for sure a one-off guarantee of the Dragon Legendary Summoner. Oh my goodness. Right. Is that how many you need? 675? 675, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, every time you see what we saw last week with Chaos Legion packs, $2, I'm buying them, man, on secondary markets. I don't even care about the airdrop points. When they're oh, yeah, we're going secondary down. market, it's super nice, but I'm like, but I really want that guaranteed, you know, extra summoner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, all it would do for me is bump me from like a 5% chance to an 8% chance. So I'm not <laughs> too stoked on that. Yeah. I need. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, buddy. Yeah. Uh, Any almost other... wants to bite the bullet and just like 2K here. Just take it. I'm buying the packs and just be like, okay, guaranteed summoners and just like try to forget about it for like a really wrong time because it'd be like a very wrong decision. I'm not saying do it, but like my OCD mind is like, yeah, I think I just need. Like I'm hoping I get to a point in this game where I every set release thousand packs done. Just not even gonna think about it. All the airdrops, I'll get them. I want to get to that Are point because right now it hurts my soul. Packs? It hurts my soul not having enough for all the legendary summoners. Uh, don't you know worry, it, do? it always hurts your soul. I have four thousand bought, and it still hurts my soul because I don't get, I don't quite get a maxed summoner, so I still have to go to the market and buy a couple more. <laughs> you know, uh, I, one thing I would recommend, uh, definitely not financial advice, advice, financial advice for me. Um, you know, like two grand in SPS, stake it, whatever you get daily, then just start snowballing that into cards. That's what I would do. Get vouchers as well. Exactly. Get vouchers. If you wanted to sell those, I personally wouldn't. But yeah. No, sell all your vouchers. I'm selling mine once they hit a certain point, buying cards. No. I sold some, but only because I'm not I had, gonna get a note. I had a lot. So yeah. And now that they said that Rift Watchers most likely will be just like Chaos Legion, where it's only needed to buy yeah. in like the initial pre-sale. It's like, oh, I'm not going to buy that many anyways to get those promo cards again. Actually, so, you know, I'm really grateful they did that. I wasn't a fan. Oh, my goodness. As <laughs> soon as they said, like, as soon as they had the stuff for the nodes and we had the promos, I was quickly I was like, oh, God, there's not going to be enough vouchers. We're screwed. Yep. Yeah, Jim's like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Jim's I, like, I, I would have been rich. I wish, dude. <laughs> I, I will say I am very curious how quickly we will sell out of Rift Watchers. I think it goes before Chaos Legion is done. Depends it depends on, on the family. cards. Yeah. We, we got to know so? the cards. Yeah, I, I, because until people know what's in the set, I don't see it selling out that quick because I don't think a lot of people are, are, are keen on spending SPS while it's like at a dime. Um you well, know, I, I want to buy Rift Watcher packs for five dollars when I get five SPS for a Rift Watcher pack, yeah. not when I give, you know, yeah. I think it's going to go up at that around that uh, point anyway, because Rift Watchers and the end of the SPS airdrop should be coming out roughly the same time frame. Yeah. Um, and they were wanting to implement more utility for SPS aside from that. So, yeah. I mean, you might want to talk to the rest of the crypto market, though, as well. 
Tell him, tell him to get a little bit more bullish around the board. It might help. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's hard for me to know. I have to see our numbers after the new ranked rewards is out. See yeah. if our daily, if the, you know, if if three hundred thousand accounts disappear, then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, so things are probably not selling out that fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But all right, well, final final question because this came in the chat earlier. I want to get your guys' thoughts. We yeah. talked about buying cards. How do you guys think the rental market is going to be changed with all these reward changes? They're going to go up. Rental cards will definitely go up because people will no longer be looking to rent for a day. They'll be looking to rent for seasons because mm. they, they want to do the daily quest every single day. Yeah. So that's going to take more cards off of the market. Like Rogue said, the little trick of uh, waiting to do your quest so you can do two in one day with one one set of like rented cards yeah. for for one day it's not gonna it's not gonna work anymore and um that just means there's going to be less supply so what do you think like a like a like we don't have end of season as bad as it is right now but just like more of a steady market steady. yeah just a steady market that'll be slightly higher than the you know the beginning of the season yeah, It'll beginning go of the season bit. what 400 cp 500 cp per dc yeah, it'll probably be somewhere around 300 or something. Also, it's going to change the thing where because like right now uh, the bots. So if you're still because the bots, if they're going to run, they're going to run a lot with rental cards. And um, it used to just be rent enough cards to get power. So rent whatever yeah. was the cheapest for power. And then my ghost cards will just get me to silver and they'll just get me my daily quest. Well, that's not going to work anymore because if you rent like the same stupid cheap you know card for cd and then you go play the game you'll have no real cards to play the game with and you won't earn any ecr so you won't earn any chess so now the bots are going to have to go and rent one of every single card if they're going to play that way and that's why the rental market's going to explode in theory if the bots aren't buying do they have a way to do that there's rental bots that can do that that can target specific or, or they'll just do that Right. Or auto auto bids on peak monsters. Yeah, or, or just auto in. bids on peak monsters to get, you know, me and you know what? Each bot might only do it for like a team or two and then set their bots just to play those teams. Um you, you know, the daily focus. But you know, the one thing though is you used to be able to kind of do that with a bot and just discount the daily quest for just hope you could get it done with like two teams, but is there you anything know. programmed into the bot to target specifically the daily quest, or is it just that it does enough games that you're just like it just it does, does enough games? But you you oh, can Jim says it's programmable. Ult- ultimate targets it. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Well, his, so like, you use, I, I guess, doesn't. But no. do yeah, you risk a chance of like now these bots just being like, I'm gonna play this one team all day? <laughs> Maybe I should <laughs> switch to your bot, Jim. I might have to talk to you about that. All right, we'll talk they're, they're, they're raising the price of mine, so I don't know if I want to stick with yeah, them it. Yeah, it doesn't have a good win rate generally, but I guess if you have leveled up cards, it does better. Because I, I was, was curious say, if that was programmed. Pretty, mine was pretty good. Because if that's I mean, programmed, that is something that we do have to, like, I am very curious as the bots are just going to, like, rapid fire one team because well, they're, I started like, stuck using, in a loop. I started using a rental bot, so I know that there's rental bots that can rent out your cards. Um, and they can rent, so I'm assuming there might be some out there that will rent cards for you as well. Yeah, if there I mean, isn't right now there could be. Yeah, I, I think no matter what, bots are always going to climb and push their margins. You know, they're going to push it to the extreme because they can just mm-hmm. keep farming even at really small margins. So, 
if all the rewards get better, then guess what? They're probably going to be willing to rent more, as you said, Steve. So. Well, they will definitely, right? Like right off the bat at these prices, why wouldn't you just rent cards and earn more money? Because the rentals right. are so cheap. So the a thousand bots are going to do that instantly. And then that's yeah. but then a thousand level one cards are going to go off the market and it's not going to be so cheap anymore. I, yeah, I think there's <laughs> a, a really interesting play, though, as a human, potentially, you know, the original question was, will this get more higher level rented cards out? And now we might actually see more and more people. You already see them push for leaderboards. Well, now maybe you can have a player who's literally all bronze and it's actually worth it to just rent out two gold level decks and start pushing for gold. I mean, that that could be a, a fun way to do it if someone's really going to put the work in yeah but the pushing like that's the weird part is like you push to gold in one season then that's your stuff all next season you're basically tying your next 14 days to competing in a league that you right. rented for but i'm saying so, they continually rent just keep playing in gold like if oh, it's yeah, actually worth it as a human like hey i can just jump bronze and silver over all these bots and just know which decks i want to rent for gold i mean that's kind of what i used to do back when dec was so high because you get so much more dec so in October, November, it was actually worth it to try a gold rental deck because you could play that one deck for a day, wait for your ECR to come back, and you'd get a pretty big chunk of DEC out of doing that. So that might that strategy could come back to play. I don't know. It'll be interesting. If you yeah. just wanted to earn some DEC, then you're right, because if you could make it up into the gold league and then um, especially if you've already been playing for a while and you have a rating, so it's literally just rent the cards, hit the button, be in gold earn the DEC and then drop back down. But then that puts your chest at gold tier for the next season. You mm -hmm. might not want to do that because gold tier is quite a few more points. So if you're going to be playing in silver all season, you might only earn like five chests. Right? Well, that'll be one I of the things that I'm trying to calculate here in like the first season is like, how many chests am I going to make in silver? And how many chests would I make if I still played in silver and went to gold? And like, I'm literally looking like because the math on the EV says 50%, like, or 2x, like, you would get 2x value getting gold chests instead of silver chests. So, if I can get half as, if I can get better than half as many chests as I'm getting in silver and gold, then it would be worth it for me to go up. Right. But that'll be something I have to figure out live. I can't make those assumptions right now. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to tell because it, all of us are going to be in a situation where you have to play that uh, that game uh, with your accounts if you're on the border between like if you're if you can't really compete in one of the leagues the whole season, I don't know if you're going to want to go into that league at all because it's it's like exponentially different how many points you earn for a match in each league. So mm -hmm. like if you can't be in gold by the second or third day then you probably don't want to go to gold at all. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's one of the things I think it's going to be fun to theory test. And I'm kind of bummed that I have my job at Balthazar now because I'm like, dang, I'd just be here theory crafting every single yeah. day. <laughs> one There's other so note much that I do want out. to say real quick is that I believe on the 25th, right? So what is that? or maybe the 24th sometime early next week. So like it won't be end of season when all the ghost cards are done. So we're actually going to see that change go into place first next week when they roll it out. Ghost cards will not get rewards before the end of season or before the actual rollout of the new ranked rewards. So it'll be cool to see like what, I don't know what uh, ECRs kind of do at the end of season here or not ECR, but what DC 
like how much DC you can get in a win if you took out all the starters before the update. So we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's also going to be at the end of the season though, when typically DEC reward pool is already low. So Mm -hmm. it might, it might not. So if you see a big number, get really excited for the season. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. All right. Uh, Good news guys. Uh, My bot hit 2000 rating. I mean, I, legitimately you're so good at this game jim we're so impressed with you i started at 800 elo today (laughs) wow really what's its what's its win rate uh i don't know what's its ccr right now uh slow well i I have a cap to where it doesn't go below 70 percent okay so it's just every single day i let it run for a little bit there you go. Just set it out in the yard and say, all right, buddy, go, go, go. <laughs> go play. Go play. <laughs> Be in for time. dinner. <laughs> Don't get too tired. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, good talks tonight. Lots to talk about. I'm sure as we, uh, I, I guess by next podcast, we won't get the live changes. It's going to be two away. So that's that's a <laughs> bit of a bummer. We're 10 days out from yeah. the reward changes. But. There's soon. There is hope. And I'm excited. I think we're all excited. So there's obviously, I think, lastly, I would bring up, you know, just as the team says, with all these changes, I don't expect them to be perfect right away, but I love the direction of it. And I think Mm -hmm. two to three months, if you give them time, they're going to get to the results that we want to see. So even if it's not right away, it's like, okay, we can be patient. The one thing I could say is that the ECR per win might look a little low for for the end game goals i think if nobody is getting to like over 100 chests they might need to adjust that but i need we need to play a season or two and see how it Mm -hmm. goes yeah so we'll see how all those changes here in a couple of days or i guess a couple of weeks rather so let's wrap it on up you guys want to shout out anything about yourself about your life about your channel Go ahead. We'll start with the Mr. H&H, financialadviceonly.com. Oh, hey, guys. Um, Speaking of that, we actually, over at Hobbies and Happiness on YouTube, uh, we are about to hit 1,000 subscribers and do a little giveaway for anyone who's interested in board game accessories or even actually a board game. We don't know what we're getting rid of yet. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, you guys can follow me on YouTube, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram as well, uh, at Jim Morgan H and H, and then Hobbies and Happiness is uh, my main YouTube channel. So yeah, if you guys are interested in board gaming, uh-oh. uh oh, I, I gave you one more. Sorry, I just realized I wasn't subscribed yet. Oh, oh I, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna thank get you, we're you. gonna get you there right now. <laughs> I, I I you know as you were talking, I'm like you know I never see Jim in my feed so. <laughs> Yeah. And maybe one day we'll play the Splinterlands board game. We'll have the RPG. Who knows? Maybe I could even assist with uh, making some characters in their RPG. Who knows? I'd be down. We'll talk. I'd totally be. I'd, I'd, I'd be a rogue if you DM. <laughs> I'd, I'd be your rogue, bro. That makes I'd... sense, rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of rogue, uh, anything you want to shout out this week? Yeah. Uh, make sure you guys follow Steve R. Um, Peak D, uh, follow him on YouTube, uh, get in his Discord, do everything <laughs> for Steve. Steve <laughs> is the best. All right. I 
only do Splinterlands TV every Monday night, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern. Other than that, I'm just chill, bouncing around, talking Splinterlands. So follow Steve. Follow Steve. <laughs> All right. Well, Steve, where can they follow you? <laughs> so mainly I'm over on YouTube. I have my Steve 82 channel. I just filmed the uh, new episode for the Gold Steve series. That $150 account, little spoiler, $200 worth of cords, $50 worth of hives. So still in profit, even with the crazy down market. It was better to be playing Splinterlands and playing with crypto, apparently. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, if it, for the person who wants to know how to get $20 or uh, 20 packs from me, be a content creator, come on the show and you usually get gifts from me because, you know, I want to encourage everybody to spread the word of the game. And that's one of the reasons why I give these guys stuff. And, you know, I, if it makes them continue to do the work, continue to play the game, it actually puts money back in my own pocket a little bit. So at this point, I've gotten <laughs> land, 500 SPS, and 20 Chaos Legion packs. <laughs> <laughs> did you check the chat rogue no i didn't what what did i miss i'll let, you, I'll let you discover that, that all one. right <laughs> gotta go find it and then yeah there is a chance i will be joining splinterlands tv on wednesday night i did finally have my yeah, interview buddy. so hopefully they accept me but i don't know for sure how you know that they're gonna offer me that spot i asked for i'm sure they will they have to come on <laughs> You will go tell him that. I will. I'll <laughs> tell Ron personally. I'll be like, Ron, mom, you got to get Steve on there. Come on. But yeah, I mean, yeah, good point, Steve. If you are a content creator, if you want to come on the show, I mean, it doesn't matter the size of your channel as long as you got a mic and a little camera. I mean, I guess you don't even need a camera technically. Crip managers come on without a camera. So as long as you got a mic, that works. And uh, we'll get you on here and rotate you guys in. But thanks, Steve, for the gift. Maybe we'll do a little giveaway stream with a couple of them and open them up later on. I don't have time to do so tonight. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for all watching and chilling out here with these lovely guests. If you want to uh, subscribe, if you haven't already, you can also see more of my content is actually now with Balthazar. But this channel is all Splinterlands all day. So thank you guys for watching. See you guys next time. Take care, everyone.